Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our insurance. The legendary Gary Dolphin joins us, the Iowa play-by-play voice in hoops and football. Big game for the Hawkeyes in Ann Arbor against the Michigan Wolverines on Saturday. I think it should be an awesome game. Gary, good to have you on the bench. Hey, Scott, good to be with you. It's the best time of the year. you got the Major League playoffs. I just get fired up here on the hockey scores. And, of course, uh, uh, we're at the conference uh, portion of the schedule for uh, college football, and it doesn't get any better in the Big Ten, especially in October and November. The winds are blowing, the temperature's dropping. You better be able to run the football, and that's why I'm fired up about Saturday's game. I'll bet you are, because last week they racked uh, up like 350 yards on like 50-plus carries. I know they were playing uh, Middle Tennessee. I know they had a huge, uh, you know, size advantage in that game. But you guys, you played them, so did Michigan. You guys both popped them. You both put up 40-plus against them. But I loved watching Iowa's running game. I actually watched the game, and they just ran it down their throats. They, they've had a, a – for the first uh, month of the season, uh, they haven't uh, – you know, they've they played Iowa State, which is a quality opponent, as you know. they they played some good teams. Uh, shut out Rutgers, uh, Miami of Ohio on opening weekend. And last week uh, – the consistency has been the, the balance. Uh, you mentioned the run, the rushing attack. They've averaged over 200 yards rushing, and, a, and you know Stanley is a third-year uh, starting quarterback, a senior. He's been spectacular. Eight touchdown throws, no interceptions, and and I think that's been the key. Is the balance in the offense has led to uh, 10, 12 minutes more in clock possession each game. Now, granted, Michigan is is a different cup of tea, but this is a very confident Iowa football team heading to. Uh, Ann Arbor on Saturday for for the reasons you just mentioned. Uh, they're playing well on offense. The defense has been solid, uh, if not spectacular, uh, and I think they'll turn it up a notch or two starting uh, this Saturday morning. They've gotten so many uh, contributions. Torin Young, uh, you know, uh, I, I thought it was impressive. Uh, Smith Marset had a big touchdown run. Sargent was pounding the ball. I mean, they're giving it to different guys to produce for them. It, it really is impressive when you spread it around like that. They're much more multidimensional on offense. Uh, this, this is without question the deepest, most talented receiving core. Isn't it ironic that they lose two tight ends in the first round uh, last spring, and, and they're, they're rebuilding there. That's a given. But they've got four or five receivers that uh, uh, all have had uh, terrific games uh, in the non-conference. Amir Smith-Marset, as you mentioned, the kid out of New Jersey, he's he's been tremendous. But uh, Brandon Smith on the other side is their big target. They've got a kid named Nico Regani from New England, who is their punt returner. has got great speed. Uh, they've got another kid in uh, Oliver Martin who transferred in, ironically, from Michigan. Now he's still learning the offense. Kid out of Indianapolis, Tyrone Tracy, has been uh, terrific, especially the last couple of weeks. This is without question the deepest receiving core uh, in terms of talent that Kirk Ferentz has had in his 21 years. And, and, and so they're, they're a complete package on offense, uh, given the rushing attack has always been solid. Now the receiving core has stepped up, and 
defensively they've been uh, they've been steady. Uh, now they they need to play better starting Saturday, but everybody does in the Big Ten. I thought uh, Gary Dolphin, the legendary voice of the Hawkeyes, with us. Uh, Brandon Smith, I think, has been playing really well. I thought the kid Buyer, the big tight end, uh, they throw it to him. He he catches it. I like him stumbling around and banging. I mean, there's so many different o- options. Tell me about uh, the defense. Uh, Gary, as you go to Ann Arbor, you're going to have to deal with the Wolverines. They can score. I think everyone wrote them off uh, after they looked so poor, uh, losing, you know, big and going on the road. And then, you know, Harbaugh started taking all the abuse. But I think that, uh, you know, they can still score. you got to deal with them. Tell me about the Hawkeyes' D going into this game. Yeah, a couple things, Pharrell. First off, Michigan, you know, everybody has a bad day at the office, and they had a horrible one in Madison. But you know what? I've been to Camp Randall many times. It's hard to go in there and win. Sure. Now, I'm sure Michigan wasn't expecting uh, that kind of result or the way it laid out, but I think we saw the truer Michigan team last week against Rutgers, and I also think Wisconsin is that good. Uh, they're, they're terrific. They're the team to beat in the West, and the Hawkeyes are up to the challenge, uh, in my opinion. And we'll find out here in a couple weeks up in Madison. As for the Iowa defense, uh, A.J. Epinesa, who's everybody's preseason All-America pick at defensive end, he's been double-teamed consistently. They'll even chip him with a running back. And, and the other guys in that line have started to step up as the season has worn on. And they, they're going to have to have that. Chauncey Golston, uh, Cedric Lattimore, two kids out of Detroit that really flashed in the Outback Bowl mm-hmm. New Year's Day. And, and they, need to, they need to be better, and they will be better. Now, Davion Nixon. I like him. Yeah, he, he had seven tackles last week, two and a half for loss and a sack. Alabama offered him in the spring, and thankfully he kept his commitment to Iowa coming out of junior college. He'll be huge uh, on Saturday, no question. But I think A.J. is ready to, to step up. He knows the spotlight's going to be on, and Epines is that good. Uh, you, you'll see that base 4-3 defense. Uh, you know, they're beat up in the secondary. Iowa's got a lot of injuries in the secondary from kids they were counting on this year. So until they get back here in the next week or two, you're going to see uh, that base 4-3 defense get after Shea Patterson and hopefully uh, force him into some mistakes. I think, uh, you know, it really is amazing the run that uh, Ferentz has been on there. He's like got the, he's got like Gary Dolphin type numbers. I mean, 23 years. I mean, the run that you two guys are on is just you can't even make this stuff up. <laughs> I'm just happy to be to be alongside of him or at least up in the press box calling his games uh, He's as classy a coach as he is a, a good coach, and, and uh, he's been consistent. He doesn't compromise his values. Uh, he doesn't promise uh, these young guys anything when they come here. Uh, he, he tells them, you know, we're going to build you uh, from a strength and conditioning perspective. We're going to put you in a good position uh, position to, uh, uh, to be successful each and every week. You're going to get your degree when you leave Iowa, and you're going to be successful in your life, whether it's uh, in football, uh, beyond college. Or, or running a, a corporation, and and kids buy into it, and it's worked for Kirk. And you know the other component there uh, is he's one of two coaches in the last 40 years, and you know who the other one was, uh, Hayden Fry, and he's the one who really right. turned it around for Iowa in the late 70s. But they've only had uh, two or three athletic directors and two or three head coaches, and uh, you know there's something to be said about stability and consistency sure. and doing it the right way. Oh, absolutely. The continuity, I think, is the difference. I have to ask you, uh, I just think it's fascinating that you, uh, when you were like a banking executive, you were like calling the games. And then, so how 
was it cool? Like, was it cool when everyone came into the bank and they, like, I mean, like, did it help you close deals because everyone was, like, sucking up to you when they came into the bank because you're the voice of the Hawkeyes? I'd be using that leverage, Gary, because you had it all going. You're, like, the voice of the Hawkeyes, and then you're everybody's favorite banker giving out loans. People coming in there, they don't even know whether they remembered their checking book. I mean, honestly, Gary. I, I, I love it how you think that was fascinating. Now, I will tell you, it's uh, it's a little easier to knock on doors and get a first visit from a prospective uh, a customer or a potential customer if you tell them you're the voice of the Hawkeyes in the state of Iowa. They look at you kind of goofy, but uh, yeah, that, 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 that's been a fun double career for me. And, you know, I think uh, working in, in the corporate world has made me a better broadcaster because there are things going on out there, as you know, other than, than college football games or college basketball games every day. But I will tell you, it's a nice alternative to when I get done at 5 o'clock, Terrell. Well, listen, you are great at uh, doing both. And, you know, I love both immensely. But I play basketball every day of my life. I'm 54, and I still play seven days a week. And I literally... I'm obsessed with the game, like to the point where I put down the golf clubs. I just play basketball. That's all I do, and I still have game. How much do you enjoy literally uh, calling the basketball games compared to the football? Or do you, I know you love them both, but does the basketball get you going, or is it more the football for you? You know, I've been asked that a thousand times, and, and they're such uh, a, a different uh, – they're, they're, they're such opposites. Uh, I mean, it's great to have 20 seconds in between plays in football that – catch your breath and turn it over to the great Ed Podolak and, and let the former Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Famer uh, tell you why what happened uh, just happened. And then in basketball with Bobby Hansen, who I know you know from uh, his days with the Bulls and, and Utah, it's it's more back and forth. It's it's more of, uh, of runs and the blood pressure is going a little a little higher and, and, you know, the blood's flowing a little faster. The heartbeat's ra- racing, especially in the Big Ten. And we just had our basketball media days yesterday and I'm telling you, uh, between Michigan State and Maryland, one-two, that, that that's quite the uh, punch counterpunch, and 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 then there's everybody else trying to claw their way into the first division of the Big Ten. It's going to be a phenomenal. Uh, winter but we've got plenty of football to decide here first as you know how do you like uh the those iconic uh you know stadiums like i grew up going to you know uh michigan my mom and dad both went to michigan i was conceived there unfortunately but i uh you know i was never a big michigan fan but i did like watching rick leach play quarterback when i was a kid they almost tried to brainwash me and then you know i went to indiana and we don't even have a football program but i was there when bob knight won national championships in 87 so that was good enough for me i'm still cashing receipts on that but how do you like going to the iconic stadiums like uh ann arbor and then to like assembly hall and carver hawkeye you do every night and uh you know columbus uh there are just so many great institutions and to call games in that would just get me like hot and bothered i'd be all lathered up calling games in those stadiums they're so awesome yeah, there, there isn't much I can add to what you just said. I mean, uh, there's there's nothing better uh, better than uh, calling a game at Carver Hawkeye Arena. It's such a unique, designed uh, arena that uh, you know Lute Olson built when he had it going uh, back in the 70s and 80s in Iowa City. But that said, uh, when when you go to Value City Arena or, or I still call it Chrysler, uh, but, right. uh, the Breslin Center, uh, Madison, the Cole Center, the old barn in Minneapolis, uh, Nebraska's got it going at Pinnacle Bank Arena. And, there are there are so many great venues and and it's it, it's not so much it, it is it is all about it's a lot about the arenas but it's more about the fans 
you go when you know as you know there's something to be said whether it's assembly hall in bloomington or champagne right there's something to be said for playing in front of sold out houses and that's why the players uh, are so fired up and that's why so many great players attend big 10 universities the big 10 leads the nation every year in attendance uh, and 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 rightfully so so let me ask you lastly uh, gary going into this game and then you go right back and have penn state in uh iowa city and then uh the game in we had talked about camp randall you go there in a couple weeks and then to finish in lincoln i mean what a nightmare and minnesota's tough this year you got them at home but uh, you go to Ryan Field, too. Like, I mean, that schedule is just brutal. Uh, do you think that game with uh, – and I know you're not looking ahead, but do you think that game with uh, Wisconsin could actually be for the West title? Because I think it just might very well be that game. Well, it could be. But, but uh, you know, if, if the, the bigger deal is this Saturday, uh, uh, Scott. You, you, if you win Saturday, now you're 5-0. and I'm speaking of the Hawkeyes, of course. Now, now, now you're elevated into – a potential for sure New Year's Day, a six bowl, at least during the conversation. Uh, and, and, and it starts in Ann Arbor. And you know, Kirk Ferentz, uh, he, he doesn't look past his nose. But I can promise you, if the Hawkeyes get to Madison with uh, uh, zero or no losses, uh, then they're going to be an awfully highly rated team because that means you will have beaten teams like Michigan, like Penn State. And you certainly aren't assuming anything. But, you know, that's the Big Ten every week. It just happens that Iowa's tough games this year. Or most of them are on the road, and they still have Purdue at home. They still have Penn State at home. And you, you mentioned at Northwestern, at Nebraska, at Madison, uh, in Ann Arbor. Uh, it, it, it's a gauntlet, but the Hawks have uh, never been intimidated on the road. I, I don't see that happening at all this year either. I love listening to you uh, do the games. You're great. Uh, it should be a great game in Ann Arbor on Saturday. Always a pleasure, Gary, my man. You're a legend with Hawkeye fans and with Pharrell and Avenge. Thanks for coming on CBS Sports Radio. Enjoy the game Saturday, and good luck the rest of the way. If things get interesting, we'll call you again. Any Anytime, Scotty. Keep up the good work. Good to be on with you. My Take man, care, Gary Dolphin, the legendary voice of the Iowa Hawkeyes with us tonight on the bench. Geico presents Monster Counseling. Dracula, tell me how you're feeling. No one understands how lonely it is. No one will even let me into their house. I knock and I knock, but they ignore me. Uh-huh. What else? I-